0: UMGoBlue.com, by fans, for fans, since 1999. Hello, welcome to this edition of the UMGoBlue.com podcast. This is Phil Callahan along with... Andy Anderson. Well Andy, we got a lot to talk about, even in the bye week. What would you think of that Michigan State game?
1: Well, I was surprised Northwestern put up 54 points on them. State got 40 and lost, of course. I watched the whole game with more than just common interest. It seems that Michigan State has quarterback controversy there too, and uh, that O'Connor came back and uh, made his name in the last half because he threw a couple of touchdowns and did pretty well. But the other game that uh, got everybody's attention was the Ohio State Buckeyes. Uh, and they were really good against Wisconsin, but Wisconsin's defense showed up and uh, and kept it to an overtime victory, a single overtime victory, with uh, OSU finally scored and won by 30-23. But that was a game they had to give every Michigan fan that was watching with a little jolt of hope because they certainly didn't look unbeatable. They didn't look that much better than Wisconsin. But anybody that wants to win them has to do one thing and that's Collar. Barrett, he escaped too many times. They were trying to put him down for a sack to tackle him instead of containing him and uh, doing it with more than one person. So, When Michigan plays Ohio State, Barrett is going to be a problem that they will have to solve. What did you think?
0: Well, the thing that surprised me about the Michigan State game first is how completely their how completely their defense has fallen apart rather quickly um, in the last you know in this last year. I mean. I really thought, and I think I think it has been the case, and we need to you know watch to see if it if it's changed permanently. But Michigan State built its reputation on a pretty nasty defense and just enough offense to get the job done. And what we're seeing this year is the defense is is pretty much Swiss cheese. So I know that living up in your neck of the woods, you hear a little bit more on the Spartan program than I do, or maybe you pay attention just because of your neighbors and, and and people around you. What is the general consensus of what the problem is?
1: Well, everybody everybody blames uh, the offense, and uh, obviously the defense is not that good either. So they, they're spreading the blame around, uh, except they, the one thing that they don't do is that, they don't blame D'Antonio. They always say, well, they start out with complaints with D'Antonio, after all, is one of the best five coaches in the country, football coaches, college football coaches. But this is wrong with the defense. This is wrong with the offense. They, they are complainers, just like Michigan, Michigan fans, and it's hard to put it nail on it, but quite often they blame the fact that the two best linebackers that they have, bullet and I think you say a rescue, I'm not sure how you pronounce his name that those two are out with injury and somebody, I'm afraid somebody will wave a magic wand and have those two good football players back
0: You know Andy, the only magic wand they've been able to produce in East Lansing is one that usually gets people sprung out of jail so I'm not expecting to see those guys back. Um, you oh, know, I hope not. You know the, the thing that that it, it is impressed upon me is, you know, historically speaking, they always say, you know, the, the old rote is, well, you could throw all the records out for this one. Well, this game for Michigan State becomes their whole season um, because you know they've gone from competing for a national championship to they probably won't make a ball game this year. So the only thing they have left is to trip Michigan up. So I, right. and, and, you know, they were able to do it last year. You know, again, we were treated today to video replays of that, that horrible special teams gaffe that ended the game last year and, and sprung them to victory. So, uh, you know, as much as... You know, every team says their next game is the most important game. i got to believe that Michigan State has the Michigan game circled, and we just found out that toe will meet leather at noon, so it's going to be an old-fashioned battle in the uh, in the sunlight, and uh, definitely looking forward to it. Um, you know, as far as Ohio State goes, you know, watching Ohio State and Wisconsin, it's interesting to me because... Watching Wisconsin, they are built like an old-style Big Ten team. Um, Absolutely. And, and, you know, it's funny because they say that you can't win with that old-style football, and yet Wisconsin seems to be doing pretty well. Now, they lost to Michigan on the road. They lost to Ohio State, but, again, it took them to overtime. And you still have to think that they are the leader coming out of the West. So I'm thinking that I would not be surprised whichever team escapes the East Division, I wouldn't be surprised to, to uh, see them face um, Wisconsin. And, and right now, I mean, you, you got to say the odds-on favorite are for Michigan or Ohio State to to play Wisconsin again. So yes. so again, you know, when I saw the game, I thought that Wisconsin did a really good job of showing how you can contain Ohio State and. You know, again, the the main thing that gives me pause is that Michigan's going to be heading down to Columbus. And, you know, I, I always, you know, I go with the old standard that, you know, if, if two equally matched teams face each other, you got to give the nod to the home team. So I That's think right. that, that Michigan's really going to have to, you know, show up, play a great game. Now, the good news is, is that even over the last several years when Michigan has struggled overall... They have played Ohio State tough at times, and I don't think we have any reason to believe that they won't play them tough again. Um, So again, you know we got a lot to look forward to. Um, You know we don't want to overlook Illinois. Um, You know one thing that you did say about you know Spartan fan Zane Dantonio is one of the top one of the top five coaches, you know in the country. I mean, you know again Michigan State has been great the last several years. But when you look at the coaching talent of the Big Ten, I mean, you could say that three or four of the top coaches in the country are in the Big Ten. So, yes, you, could. you know, again, to, to say that he's one of the top five coaches in the country, well, he may be, uh, you know, I think it's safe to say that most people would say he's three or four in the Big Ten. Um, now, so, yeah, now, Michigan has to prove it. it. Michigan has to prove it. But again, I don't think you'd take, you wouldn't take D'Antonio over Urban Meyer. And I don't think many people...
1: You have have to take the D'Antonio thing in context in that those people had Smith and they had Williams and they had this and that before. And this guy is obviously best. So he means a lot to them in that respect. He did reach out and lift them up by the seat of their pants and make them something other than a football joke again and that's quite an accomplishment. Now, it's sometimes easier to get there than it is to stay there, and we'll find out how it is. So then one other comment I had on Michigan State was they got burned by a 95-yard special teams play, touchdown return, that broke the game. And I don't think they will want to see Jabril Peppers too much, seeing how they handled that guy. And Pepper's seeming more talented. So they're, they and this year the chip is on the, on Michigan's shoulder, not on states. They've always, they always go for the fact that we're the underdogs and you got these big boys down there and they call us little brother and all that of stuff. That isn't there this year. Michigan's got everything and every reason in the world to whip their butt. And I'm thinking now that I saw the two games on Saturday that Michigan has a reasonable, uh, reasonable chance to, uh, do damage to either or both of them. So we're going to see what we'll see. And by the end, we can't forget Illinois because they're the next buster that's, that's up the next hurdle we got, huh? And, uh, they, uh, Rutgers put up 300 yards on them. I can't remember if that was just on the ground. I think it was. So, uh, Rutgers didn't score one touchdown on but, uh, they certainly, uh, put up some yardage on him. And, Lovie Smith, in college, I don't know, I don't know what to expect of him, but he's a decent coach and a well-liked man, respected by everybody. So, we'll see how it goes for the Blue. Let's hope it's another, another, uh, founding.
0: Well, and I think that's what you have to say. I mean, you got to give Lovey a couple years to build the program. But the reality is, is that he took a team to the Super Bowl. That just doesn't randomly happen. So that's what I'm saying. When you're talking about the Big Ten stockpiling coaching talent, you know there are rumors that Les Miles may uh, get beamed up or 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 flushed down, as the case may be, to Purdue. Um, and, And while I wouldn't want him here. You have to admit that if he ends up, you know, either at Purdue or at Penn State, um, you know, the the, the coaching talent, the, you know, the Big Ten is is looking to be the center of the coaching talent universe. Now, Andy, I, I do want to take exception with what you said. I mean, you know, a, a little bit, you know, Michigan State arguing about. You know who's little brother, who's big brother. Um, you know, I, I think really they have to consider whether uh, they're Western's little brother this year right now. So you got to believe that they're happy to be ducking them on the schedule. Um, you know that. And, and, and again, I mean, it's it's fun to take shots at Michigan State because you know they have really put the hammer down on Michigan the last. You know, again, they've really turned the tables the last two coaching regimes. But there, but
1: I think and they talk as much trash, at least to me, and around here, being in proximity of the East Landshill. Uh they talk a lot of trash here and it's nice to have them quieted down. They're they're not on the sites as much anymore, on the Michigan sites which they patrol regularly when they're winning. And they will probably I'm thinking they probably won't be back until basketball season, and that's a welcome rest for me
0: well, I think the larger question is there's always been the theory that Michigan state was uh rising as Michigan was down, and whether their rise as a program could happen with Michigan simultaneously being good. And I think that's the thing we, we really need to see because it's interesting that, you know, Ohio State is up as as they have been. Michigan is, is rising. And, you know, D'Antonio is really going to have the opportunity, and, and, and let's be honest, he's going to have the opportunity... Nobody up there, even the stupidest of Spartan fans is not called you know, should not be calling for his head, considering what he's done up there. I mean let's give the guy credit. He did what Saban was unable to do. Okay, and you gotta give him that credit. Um Michigan chased Saban out of the state, D'Antonio uh came in after some really poor coaches up there and has built the program up. Now he's gonna get a chance to see if he can sustain it while Ohio State and Michigan are up. And it's going to be interesting to see. Um, and I, I actually think that the next two or three years is going to determine his legacy up there. Um, you know, much the way that that Coach Carr's legacy here was tarnished a little bit at the end with the Appalachian State failure. Um, I'll tell you, I, I have talked to people, and um, you know, there is a, a rumor going around in among media circles that. You know, D'Antonio may be getting a, an offer to go to a bigger program. I would be shocked if he did that, but again, it is a rumor going around that with all the high vacancies happening in, in higher echelon programs, um, it would be interesting to see if 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 any of those rumors come to fruition. Um, now, again, you got Lovey down in Illinois. You got Les Miles swirling down, swirling around the drain somewhere. Um, you know, this is, this is really shaping up to be some interesting football the next couple of years. And, you know, Harbaugh is always interesting. Um, so, you know, I, I'm looking at, you know, again, I don't want to look, you know, past Illinois. Uh, listen, I, I really expect Michigan's going to put a beat down on them. I know, you know, it's funny, it's only a 34-point spread. Um, I, I think Illinois is on the rise, but not this year. And I think they're going to run into a buzzsaw. I think that Michigan and Harbaugh is going to be, uh, you know, tweaking the motor a little bit, tweaking the machine, getting it ready, uh, getting the wood chipper ready for uh, to run a Spartan tree through it. Um, You know, and I'll tell you, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to this game. I'm I'm looking forward to see how Michigan comes back after the bye. Um, I'm hoping they're going to be fresh and not rusty. And uh, you know what are they going to show us as they're gearing up for that big game in East Lansing? Because you know, it, it, looking at the schedule, if they get by that game, it's very likely they will be undefeated heading down to the Snake Pit, and that'll just be well, that'll just be something to see.
1: Well, they're no gimmies, and they'll have to play good football. There are some things that still worry me about the University of Michigan football team. Wisconsin and Ohio State had field goals that contributed to the score. I don't know whether the University of Michigan can make one. They haven't shown it in the game. Uh, This is half the season, and lately there hasn't been anything along that line that has been successful, and I'm still worried about that until somebody shows me some proof on the field, under game conditions, when a game is at risk. Can they kick a reasonably close field goal in order to aid it i don't know he, he he's not uh i asked about that today at the press conference and his only comeback was well there's a comp- uh, competition there and then he went on to say there's a competition at all the positions so you don't get anything out of him i don't know what he's got in mind there but it's going to be interesting. To find out, and that's one thing that makes him such an interesting coach and such a, and then such an interesting team to watch is because you never are absolutely certain what's going to happen. He keeps, uh, keeps the sleight of hand going as much as he can.
0: Well, Andy, I I want to tell you one of these times, one of these times, whenever he says that competition is ongoing at every position, I want to ask him if that's true of his position as well. Um, You know, he's got that he's got that line just ready to unroll. And I'm like, Coach, even for you, Uh, you know, it's just kind of funny. It's it's one of his dodges that he gives when he doesn't want to answer the question. Um, You know, at, at this point, you know, the only thing I'm worried about with Illinois is. Whether our scoreboard goes to triple digits?
1: <laughs> well, we can't get too, you know, we can't get too uh, assured that they're going to win. But all the signs, all any rational football fan would say now that this, that Michigan is going to whitewash Illinois because Illinois just hasn't they lost four in a row before they won this last one, and they haven't been on top, and they don't seem to be guessing and they have a quarterback controversy. Their uh, starting quarterback was hurt, and they put in a I can't remember what his name is, but it's uh, let's see, i got it written down right here someplace easy. I can't read my own writing. G-C-R-O V-E-N. And the first name is spelled C-H-A-Y-C-E, so that's got to be Chase. And he, he apparently has uh, taken over the job and will be uh, the adversary against Michigan Saturday. So, you know, when you have to change quarterbacks in midstream, it never really signals A team that has a real future.
0: Wait a minute, are we we talking about Michigan State or Illinois? All right, well, I think that's going to do it for this edition of the umgoblue.com podcast. This is Phil Callahan along with Andy Anderson. Go Blue. Thank you for listening to the umgoblue.com podcast. All rights reserved. Search for Um, UMGoBlue.com on iTunes. Go Blue.